Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This week on The Kindness Project, we talk about renting David Brent, brown bread ice cream and random acts of kindness part two. Welcome to week 25 of The Kindness Project. Would you like to make an introduction? <laughs> um... A what? An introduction? Yeah. I am joined by a girl whose dad is as awkward as the David Brett of his dance. It's Charlotte Dames. Oh, don't flatter yourself. <laughs> and I'm joined by the man who probably has no idea, but in the corner of his office, there is a hanger. Is there? Yeah. Where, where in the corner of my office is there a hanger? Right, I've never noticed that hanger before. <laughs> I'm st- why, why, why are you only telling me about this random hanger on the podcast, as opposed as opposed to going, Dad, you got a hanger in your office. What are you up to? It was entertaining. It was. It was. I'm now going to go into the office and go, where's that hanger? <laughs> and if 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 it's gone, who's pinched my hanger? <laughs> who's um, pinched or, my hanger? Or or I might go in and just do the David Brent office dance. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Maybe that'd be funny. Can I tell you about this guy, right? Talking about David Brent, yeah. right? There's a guy on LinkedIn called Tim Oliver. Yeah. Uh, and he's the number one David Brent impersonator in the UK. Do you know who David Brent is? I think so. So he does... There was a sitcom called The Office. Yes. And he did a he did a silly dance. But there's a guy you can... You can like, um, I was oh. going to say rent out, but you don't rent out an individual. You can employ through services of being like coming into your office and doing a David Silly David Brent dance. <laughs> and I don't know if mum would be happy about me spending <laughs> our money uh, getting this guy in. Just imagine this guy walking in, doing the dance. <laughs> uh, who's that? Cassie says, I just rented a David Brent. <laughs> I've rented a David Brent to come in and do a silly dance. Um, I don't think I'm going to get away with that, to be honest. Nah, Should we try? Should we try? Do it at home first. I can't. That's even worse if I do it at home. Just, I've, I've just employed my own David Brent to follow me around. I mean, that makes no sense at all. But uh, uh, yeah, he is, he is quite amusing. The number one David Brent impersonator, Tim Oliver. Um, Free plug there for Tim Oliver. Other David Brent impersonators might be available. I don't know, to be honest. I haven't looked into the David Brent impersonation market. I mean, check the Elvis impersonation market. That's booming. That were apparently, apparently that's booming. There's loads of there's loads of Elvises. So how's your week been? Not bad, not bad. Yeah, good stuff. Um, uh, do you want to f- let people know where they can get in touch with us first? Okay, Twitter at. Holla kindness. Stop laughing at me. <laughs> Holla kindness, listeners. H O L A kindness. Um, the Facebook. Yep. I don't know the Facebook. It's www.facebook.com forward slash Holla kindness. It's very simple. I can. Uh, <laughs> uh, the email. It's. 
Thekindnessproject.co.uk. The, <laughs> the terror on your face when you get to the end and you can't remember whether it's .com or .co.uk and you just slow down, your eyes widen like you're in a horror movie. .co.uk. Is it? Please tell me I'm right. I'm going to change it to .eu.gov. AOL or something like that, something really complicated. Please don't. <laughs> I just remembered that one. <laughs> uh, and you can visit the uh, Kindness Project website as well, which is www.kindnessproject.co.uk. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> uk. Uh, and obviously we're we're about on Twitter as well, aren't we? Yeah. So you can find me at Chris C H R I S. Dames, D A E M S, and you're at at Charlotte C H A R L O T T E J. <laughs> Dames, D A E M S. Yes, you are. Um, now, this week's question of the podcast is inspired by two things. Two. Number one, it's inspired by. <laughs> it's why don't repeat. You do that. Why do you do that? You just like randomly repeat stuff. I say one. One, two. I think our listeners like number one. One. Uh, uh, we, <laughs> uh, we had um, a kindness news um, story about ice cream in Wales, didn't we? Yes. So this news story was somebody sent a bunch of money to a ice cream shop in Wales. I think it was in Powys, um, and they with a little note saying please give away free ice cream until the money runs out and they did that didn't mm -hmm. they now last weekend we were in wales yes we had more tea than ice cream though we had quite a lot of tea um we had i i had a beautiful polish bread basket with goulash that was very nice and what i had pizza soup you had pizza soup. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just dripped off the plate as pizza should. I'm not sure that's true, but uh, yeah, pizza soup wasn't wasn't. But back to the Welsh ice cream. Back to the Welsh ice cream, but we did have ice cream, didn't we? Yeah. So we went in, and it was done with goat's milk goat's as milk. opposed to cow's milk. That was that was quite nice. So the goat's milk was really good. Um, uh, but they had some range of flavours. So we were looking sort of at all the flavours. I had, you had mango. And no, I, had, I decided against mango and I had um, caramel, I think. You had caramel and I, I, I think I had chocolate or mint chocolate chip or something like that. But anyway, as I was perusing the ice cream flavours, I noticed my eye glanced across a rather strange ice cream flavour. And it was known <laughs> only as brown bread ice cream. Who does that? <laughs> People of Wales. What is going on? Brown bread ice cream. I mean, come on. There's, there are so many flavours you could go with. Um, uh, you must admit, brown bread is better than something like oil painting. Oil, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what flavour of ice cream you got, mate? Yeah, we've only got one flavour le left. What's that? Metal. No, uh, no, no. It's almost as bad as metal. Uh, uh, actually, uh, mate, I've got four flavours. What you got? Metal, sand, uh, <laughs> dirt. <laughs> dirt. And brown bread. 
dirt and brown bread. I'll take anything but br- brown bread. Um, but, but. I'll take the other one. It gives me strong bones. Anyway, so brown bread ice cream. But actually, even though it sounded disgusting, it did pique my curiosity, didn't it? So I said to the guy behind the counter, could I have a. I'm not buying a. Call it that'd be mad. Um, but what I'd like to do is um, just have a little, like, sort of flavour, a little taster of this brown bread ice cream. He obliged, nobody else was eating it. Um, and he, he just gave me this little spoonful. Uh, we were in uh, Hay on White, by the way, which is an awesome place. We'll talk about that in a yes. minute. Um, so he, um, he gave me this tiny spoonful of brown bread ice cream uh, and. It was interesting. <laughs> it was it was ready. <laughs> is is probably the most polite thing I can say. It was. So what are you gonna do? It was chunky. Um, I wouldn't go for a full cornet or tub of brown bread ice cream. Did you, you try it or not? No. Because no. you saw my face when I had it. Yeah, so well, you, you dared me to taste it, but I was like, no, I'm not doing it. So, but thinking about it, and I've had some weird things to eat, and I know we always, the question of the podcast is more often than not food-related for some bizarre reason, they but... Get, they get the most <laughs> We do get, like, like, we do get a lot of food-related stuff, so, so that's good. The question of the podcast this week is, what's the strangest thing you've ever eaten? So... As you didn't have brown bread ice cream, Charlotte, what do you think the strangest thing, uh, thing think, you've ever eaten is? Oh, uh, I don't know. I I just like eating, so I just eat a lot of foods. <laughs> <laughs> I just have everything. <laughs> I think the weirdest thing um, I ever actually ate was when I made myself that, sa- that sandwich. Yeah. And it had salsa, ham, cheese... On white bread and stuffed in the microwave. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting, certainly. It was delicious. Unusual, I'm not so sure. So anyway, listeners, we'd like to find out uh, what is the strangest thing you've ever eaten. Uh, and we, we will tell you about our experience in Wales a little bit more because it was really Aww. good, wasn't it? Um, but for now, let's move on to Kindness News. This week, Kindness News, Elderly Edition. Pickle me tickle. Bad me porridge. Um, right, what, what, uh, I'm using really broad stereotypes to both imitate and make up phrases about elderly people. <laughs> I'm going to stop doing that right now so you can okay. tell us about the genuine kindness of elderly, elderly people. Okay. Or is it the kindness of elderly people or the kindness to elderly people? I've actually got one of each. Oh, excellent. I look forward to hearing it. Okay. Small acts of kindness by senior sewing group make big difference. The children dreaded the thought of their ailing mother mother's final days, but to their surprise, they were relieved by what they saw when they entered the room where she was receiving hospice care. A fully... C- curved pillow propped her neck comfortably a hand stitched quilt kept her body warm as soothing music played the handmade gifts can make all the difference in a dire moment when the family walked in that's the visual they got mum is cosy comfortable and calm and peace called Linda Shields a nurse with Heartland Hospital based on the north side it's a real blessing for them 
For years, such such donated items have brought comfort to nursing home residents as well as hospital and hospice patients in central Ohio. But the recipients typically never meet the volunteers who make them. The dozens or so women call themselves the service circle. They meet for several hours every Monday morning at the Gilly Community Senior Centre on the Columbus northeast side in a room filled with the whir of sewing machines and the laughter of long-time friends. Oh, I love Use it, Using mostly donated materials, the group knits and sews blankets, quilts, garment protectors, bags that, that attach to walkers, neck and body positioning pillows, and pocket-sized cloths with written prayers attached, among other creations. While some supplies are purchased, such as stuffing and thread, the group mostly use leftover scraps and material from community donors. They distribute all items to people in need, mostly other adults, by staying in touch with the places that serve them. They put a little bit of love in every stitch, Shield says. Though the group has existed for nearly 20 years, it keeps a low profile. Knowing the items they make will bring somebody else happiness is satisfying enough, said volunteer Geneva Jones, 79, of North East Side. Mm. Volunteers often take the special requests from their clients, including making items that are Buckeyes, Scarlet, Buckeye Scarlet and Grey, or Patriotic Red, White and Blue, to honour veterans. Mm. Two popular gifts for people with Alzheimer's, the Alzheimer's disease are hand protectors to keep them from injuring their hands with their fingernails if they clench, and soft activity mats covered with sensory items such as beads, buttons, photos, pocket yarn, pockets, yarn, zippers, and tiny stuffed animals. Lovely. The mats reduce fidgeting and can be calming, Jones said. Anyone aged 50 or older can visit the centre and become a service circle member, even people without sewing experience. Those volunteers cut material and stuff pillows. We're one big family, Jones said. For some participants, that's not just a metaphor. Emma Jo Dolan, 93, the group's most experienced volunteer, lured her daughter to, to the cause a few years ago after the latter retired from real estate. Now the pair who live together on the North Sea side sew, sew each Monday together. Dolan has been sewing for about 80 years. 80 I'll, years? How old is she? She's 93. Oh, I like helping people out, and this is the way I can do it. I love it. It means sitting at home twiddling her, th- her thumbs, she joked. She might be on something. Several studies indicated that volunteering can curb challenges associated with ageing. She might be on something or onto something. Onto something. Sorry, I missed the word. <laughs> like, she might be on something. <laughs> She's taking drugs to help her knit. I wonder, I wonder if there's a... Uh, I wonder if there's a... Um, uh, uh, drug-induced state that makes you a better knitter. <laughs> like, you know they have steroids for runners? Well, apparently, well apparently several studies indicate that volunteering c- can curb challenges associated with ageing. But that that's... Do you remember us talking before about the release of oxytocin? So yes. knowing that you're going to do something kind to somebody else means that it releases oxytocin in your brain that is a anti-ageing drug. So... They're not on steroids. They're just high on happiness and happiness. It's okay. It's thing. The Corporation for National and, Co- and Community Services. No, it's the same one. Right. Uh, community Services' most recent report on the topic, for example, found that after one year of the volunteering, forty-six percent of its senior corps members reported improved health and well-being. Excellent. Sixty-three percent reported decreased well, feeling of isolation, yeah. and seventy percent reported fewer symptoms of depression. More than 21 million older adults in the United States volunteer with an estimated yearly economical benefit of more than 77 billion, according to the group. Love it. When the sewing circle goes to work on Monday morning,
mornings, receiving recognition isn't on their mind, said 67-year-old Jodie White, Dolan's daughter. Most of us have... Well, it's a family affair. You've got the... Well, I said earlier that she dragged their daughter into it and they just they just sew together every Monday. Yeah, but that's 91 and 67. 93 and 67. No, 93 and 67, right. Most of us have had a loved one go to, into hospital or hospice and we appreciate the ways people helped us out at the time, White said. We do it to give back. It's not for the glory, it's for the patients in need. You know what? You 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 you've you've been in hospice once you were a baby actually it was when um it was when my granddad um passed away mm. and we went to visit him in uh, a hospice in Bow, and it it was amazing the care they gave uh granddad it was just incredible mm. um he didn't want to be there um <laughs> but they really really looked after him in his in his final days it was incredible so yeah. well done the sewers of um of Ohio, is it? Yeah. Um, that are sewing stuff for people having later life and hospice care. Well done. Okay. The charming act of kindness that made an 88-year-old woman's day. <laughs> it was the sort of random act of kindness that was restored your faith in human nature. Certainly that was how Valerie Horwood felt when a total stranger helped her out of a tired spot at Gloucestershire bus station. The 88-year-old had been visiting her 80-year-old husband husband in City Gloucestershire's Royal Hospital getting lifts when she can can from home in Hasselhout. But those lifts are not always available and recently she got a bus to the bus station hoping to get another to the hospital in nearby Greece Great Western Road. But it was the weekend when the buses do not always run as regularly as in the week. Oh no. So not being the most mobile, Mrs Harwood and a woman she did not know but who found herself in the same situation decided to get a taxi for the rest of the journey. It seems the stranger, a man about uh, 40, heard the discussion and decided to help. He handed Mrs Hallward some money for the taxi and quickly went on his way. Gloucestershire Royal Hospital, she said. She said the, ma- the man came over my shoulder, gave me a £5 note and said, take it and go. Amazing. We just looked at one another and he was gone in a flash. We didn't know who he was, but I thank him so much. So, uh, knowing that they were deliberating with them to get a cab home, yeah. this guy just walked up and paid for their cab. Yeah, because they, they were like... Oh, we've got to get cabs to the hospital. And this guy just came over the shoulder, hand a five pound note, and walked away. Consider it done. I love that. I love that. Um, just really small acts of kindness that make somebody's day. Thank you for that um, acts of kindness, elderly news. I really appreciate it. No problem. Okay, so I think you'll remember last week we had a look at some of the Random Acts of Kindness in a little book called Random Acts of Kindness. <laughs> 365 How many times are you going to say Random Acts of Kindness? To Make the World a Nicer Place Okay. by Danny Wallace. And we last week we decided on we were actually going to do two, right? Yes. So we were going to... Bring out water bottles or just water to homeless people. Uh, may, may, maybe we just give out water to anybody. We get, mm. just take a crate of water yeah. bottles, take it into town, and see how we get on by just giving it out. Yep, and also we are going to take spare toys to a maternity ward, but we are looking for some more, so we are going to flick through this book and see what we can do. Go on in. you got to make the sound effects. Uh, why have we got to have a different You've sound effect sound for everything? Effects. Okay. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> right, what are we going to go for? Stop! <laughs> You've closed the book! <laughs> Try it, do the, do the rifling through the book again. Oh, 
Stop. Okay, what we got? Pay for a stranger's meal. Okay, I like the idea of that. Phone your parents on your birthday and thank them. Right, you know what I don't do enough? Phoning my parents. Definitely. Because I think when you become an adult, you tend to forget how important it is to stay in touch with your mum and dad. Um, so I, I am definitely going to do that one. Actually, I'm going to do it today. I'm going to phone nanny and granddad record it for the podcast hashtag nanny ann and um uh, and um see um, and maybe we'll record it for the podcast and sort of just play it on a on a future podcast what do you reckon sounds good okay is it you ain't heard the codes (laughs) (laughs) okay you ready to go yep why does you flicking the pages sound like a combination of uh, a drunk alien and a wobbly jelly? Because flicking the pages, the sound isn't very strong. Okay. <laughs> nope, not Charlotte's laughing, that's loud enough. Right, say stop. Stop. Okay. On the way home from the pub with your mates, stop at an all-night garage, buy a loaf of bread and some bacon, and give it to a passerby for their breakfast. I love that idea. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it's not one we can do together because I don't take you to the pub that often. And you don't go to the pub that often. And I don't yourself. go to the pub that often myself. Or and I did this. I actually did this on Friday. Tidy the office kitchen. I I I know it's almost unbelievable for me to tidy a kitchen but i did tidy the office kitchen so i'm one up on that one um have we got any new ones this week that we want to do mm, not yet okay well we need to find one so you start stop okay during a power cut offer candles to your neighbors i'm cool with doing that but i I, I want one that I can do now, as opposed to, uh, as opposed to circumstantial. Yeah. Um, if you're picking up the Sunday papers, buy an extra one and put it through somebody's door. <laughs> See, I like the idea. I like the idea of that. But I'd always feel like, you know, when you poke, like, when you poke anything through somebody's <laughs> door, I'm, and it's uninvited. I'm not convinced you should be doing that. Just like, if you knocked on the door and said, "Here's a paper," fine. But if you like, just run, run, just go quick before they find out. Uh, you know what? I, you know what I think might be a good act of kindness, Charlotte. A baguette through somebody's <laughs> door. <laughs> How quick! Shove that baguette through the letterbox and run. <laughs> <laughs> oh god now plenty would work because it's flat the baguette <laughs> is just long and <laughs> just try to poke a baguette through somebody's door <laughs> <laughs> just pastry just loads and loads of random pastry yeah just put a flapjack through the letter <laughs> <laughs> have a baguette um, I, I almost got attacked by a baguette once and I, a, uh, I told you this yeah. story haven't I so last year listeners I'll just quickly tell you this story I did uh, the Paris Marathon and um, Paris is an awesome city beautiful uh, one of my favourite cities but 
the atmosphere of the Paris Marathon, it's big. I mean, it's 45,000 runners. But the atmosphere of the Paris Marathon is a bit different for, from London. Because London, everybody comes out and cheers. And Parisians are sophisticated, aren't they, Charlotte? They're yeah, from Paris. I enjoy watching people run and sweat. Uh, yeah, they're from Paris. So um, I, um, I was running, I was probably about 16 miles in, 17 miles in. Um, and uh, there was a fellow who was had his breakfast in a bag and a baguette in the other hand. Um, he was holding it, and he decided that he wanted to cross the road whilst we were running, and started waving his baguette <laughs> like a sword um, uh, to try and get across the road. So I've been attacked by a baguette. <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway, anyway, on, uh, uh, and I, I did tell it to one of my clients when I got back, and he went, "Could you make it sound any more French?" Um, he wasn't wearing a beret and a striped t-shirt. Uh, he, he, striped t-shirt. <laughs> he had a moustache. No, he didn't. He didn't. Um, okay, uh, and the, this is one that we're going to be doing later because um, I'm going to be helping you with your homework, and I'm going to be helping Sophie with her homework mm. so I will be helping a child with their homework I bet you've done that though haven't you oh yeah sometimes I just pop into the library at school and go oh yeah uh, I see people doing homework on the computers I go yeah that's the answer to that <laughs> without invitation yeah. you don't go do you mind if I help you go alright that's the answer <laughs> I'll have that one no they're, they're all welcome to let me help and they're just like just go yeah that's the answer fair enough Okay, so uh, let's do one more flick. So, so a lot of these we do already. We, <laughs> you were ready to do the sound effect there, don't we? So I'm not too keen on shoving papers through people's doors. I'm already helping people with their homework. I did clean the office kitchen. And I clean the office kitchen when I come. Exactly. So let's try one more time. We need to find one. So we've decided on uh, giving toys some maternity awards and hand out water, water which, okay. which we'll do. We need, we need two more at the very least. Are we ready? Stop. Oh, no, we've had that one. Stop. Okay. Students come into Britain have it tough. If you've got any old mugs or crockery or sheets or duvets, drop them off at your local student union. The money they can save can be spent on, on beer and Rizzlers and at a push, maybe books. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Student union, where's the student union? <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. But I will do this one. And I did this. Give somebody a lift. I gave somebody a lift the other day. I got the bus. How about this one? <laughs> if you give give somebody a lift on the bus as you deliver their cactus to the driver, <laughs> if you know a friend is at home in bed with a cold or the flu, drop round a get well parcel around. But remember, keep your distance. Friends don't have to share everything, including their colds. <laughs> Let's try one more. Are we ready? <laughs> Stop. Um, Give a kid a set of coloured pencils or crayons, or better still, a box of chalk, because then at least when they write something rude on your trousers, you can brush it <laughs> off. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what kid you're knocking around with, Daddy Wallace, but... Um, well, I yeah, actually yeah, exactly. yeah, so. yeah. yeah, I need some crayons. I, the, the first thing I'm going to do is immediately write on your strides. Um, uh, next one is really simple, and it's something we... All of us should do more often, I think. Just listen. Mm. What do you think? It's good. 
Go on, tell me. It's good. <laughs> Is it? I'm, I'm trying to listen, <laughs> but you're not talking. This is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, it l- lets you lend an ear. I'm trying to do poetry, but I feel that I am running out of words to say. Um, it does say lend an ear, but we've talked about my ears in the past, and <laughs> and certainly people don't want one of my ears. They're, they're rubbish. Um, the other one is pull some weeds from someone's front garden. Make sure you know the difference between a weed and a flower, though. You don't know the difference between a berry and a, a deadly nightshade, do you, Charlotte? Uh, should we talk about that in a later, no. no. that in a later po- podcast? No. Or leave a saucer of milk out for a cat and a dog? What do you think of that one? I think we done that when we were, in, we were on holiday once. And yeah, there, was we did. A preg- there was a pregnant cat and uh, mum and Soph took milk out for So I'll tell you what I'm going to do from that one. I'm definitely going to lend an ear more. I'm definitely going to try and uh, listen a bit more. But in addition to that, I am going to uh, buy some coloured pencils and shove it through somebody's letterbox. <laughs> and make sure they don't draw on you. Right. So I'm going to lend in here. We definitely need one more. Let's let's do this uh, kindness roulette one more time. Are we ready? Stop. Okay. Um, pay for an extra game at the bowling alley for some strangers. Would you reckon on that one? Don't bowl. <laughs> not gonna not gonna work. Scrub a gnome. <laughs> I can't, I don't know whether scrubbing a gnome's gonna work. Yeah, now this is one we can definitely do, and we'll do it when we give away water. Make an extra sandwich and give it to somebody at random. So should we, when we take some crates of water, do what we did? We'll take some backpacks full of sandwiches. And we, we'll, but we did that, didn't they? And, yeah. and I, I really sort of, I really enjoyed d- doing something and just giving something I do, I do, back. I do the the, uh, the hold the lift for someone, even if they're miles away, but I do it with doors. Yeah. If I see someone coming down the corridor, I'll just stand there with the door open. The problem with doing that is then you always feel obliged to run, don't you? Do you know what I mean? It's like somebody's <laughs> holding the door a million miles away and then you've got to get there quicker because you don't want them to do it. But I, 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 I always do that. Our offer to take photos at a special event. I really like that one. Yeah. Because um, you always have to... If you're, like, standing and um, you're trying to take a selfie, which I'm sorry, mate, but you're a disaster at... Um, <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes people are offered to take pictures for you and like what's the matter with my selfies who, who's the man who has to put a timer on all his selfies because he has to turn it on and then readjust how he's holding his phone okay i've rubbished at selfies mm-hmm. and then the last one is phone your local radio station and ask them to dedicate a song to someone you know is listening so action right we've decided that we're going to give away water and sandwiches what were the other things we were going to decide uh, give, give some toys away to a maternity world which we can do and and listen more and what are you going to do what are you going to shove through somebody's letterbox <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a newspaper is this the uh, is this where the after party is? <laughs> yes, it's uh, we, we call it the end of the podcast. Though. It, it's the end, but it's where all the cool kids hang out. Not that we want oh, to be the cool kids. Can I leave then? No, 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 no. It's where the geeky kids hang oh, out. Oh yeah, that's what it's it's the it's the it's the end of the podcast podcast after party. Yes. Um, we've started to call yes. it, um, and we have. Um, uh, always uh, shared our listeners' stories. Um, this week, it's a bit like biscuits. It's a bit like Muppets. People are throwing in comments left, right, and centre. 
It blew up. It went boom. The after party went boom. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. Um, and guess what the question of the, of the podcast was. Can you remember from last week? No. Nope. So the last week's question of the podcast, and people were really generous about sharing their favourite, was what's the best piece of advice you've ever had? doing this one so what's the best piece of advice you've ever had i think it'd probably be from you like all the pieces of advice you give me okay okay never eat brown bread ice cream is ah, that yeah, is that <laughs> uh, keep trying was more of the one keep I was trying thinking. so let, let me share the you the piece of advice our incredibly wise listeners give us uh alistair walker not a friend of the show yet because it's yet yet because he's only made one comment so far. We need a friend of the show threshold, don't we? Yeah. So how many times do we need a comment from somebody before they become a friend of the show? Three, five, 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 Set it five, five. five. That. Alistair, you you you're you're, you're on the right track. It's like when you go into Starbucks and they give you a free coffee if you uh, if you get to five coffees, you will become an a official friend, of the, friend of the show. And for that, you get the awesome prize of absolutely nothing apart from being called a friend of the show. Every time you make a comment. <laughs> so not friend of the show yet, but for working pro working, working towards friend of the show Alistair Walker uh, delivered a fine piece of advice he said you were given one mouth and two ears use them in that proportion what do you think of that advice <laughs> I can just see mum nodding in the background yeah yeah, uh, yeah uh, Cassie definitely agrees with that one um, next um John's got a few. Friend of the show. Friend definite show. definite friend of the show. Um, and he has spoken to me about being a guest host. So what do you think of doing a guest host? We give you one chance. <laughs> you might become an unfriend of the show if you uh, if you if you mess, if you it, mess up. it up. Um because listen, if you make it any less shambolic, we're gonna have a word, John. All right. Uh, he's got too many, but there's a few. He's, he's got three. From an old boss. Never leave a situation for a negative reason. Always a positive one. I.e. never move from something, move to something. From mum, never leave a room on a crossword. And John's chucked in his own piece of advice. Before you criticise somebody, walk a mile in their shoes. That way, when you criticise them, you're a mile, you're a mile ahead and you've got their shoes. <laughs> Um, and that I, I, I went back to John and said, I wondered why we'd got so many shoes in our house. Is that because Charlotte and Mummy keep on trying to walk a mile in people's shoes? And um, I have just shoes than you just, do, mate. Just, uh, I've got four pairs of shoes, and, and that's got, it. I've got about the same amount, yeah. Okay. Who's, whose shoes have we got then? Who's got all the shoes? Who's got all the shoes? <laughs> I know who's got all the shoes. Um, I think it starts with an M or a C. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, Mikey Fitzgerald, definite friend of the definite show. Definite friend of the uh, show. We like Mikey. He found this quite tough, but he said he's got a few. So, all you ever need is just enough. His uncle Paddy said that. Yep. I like that. I really yep. like that. Uh, if, if it will make you squint, it will burn you. <laughs> 
I think that was uh, his granddad talking about sunburn. So if you go out in the sun and it makes you squint, it's probably going to burn you. Now, with my Mediterranean skin, um, I, I don't really need to worry about that but because um, uh, I tend to tan. But certainly good advice. Loving someone doesn't mean you'll always get along with them. What do you good think point. of that one? Good, good point. point. And that's true, isn't it? Yes, it You're is. not always going to get on with them, the people you love. Um, uh, my kid's dad, who he called Papa Fitz, which is quite a... Like, can I have a cool nickname? Your Papa Smurf. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Papa Smurf? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Said, <laughs> He's live... got a really big white bin. He's really old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cheers, mate. Um... <laughs> said live up to your own standards and expect others to raise theirs never lower yours for somebody else yeah i really like that yeah i think that's awesome advice um mikey's brother had a bit of advice and said you can't save everyone from drowning the problem with a human gene pool is there isn't a lifeguard (laughs) not bad advice um with a human gene uh, pool there's no lifeguards uh, and from I Heart Huckabee's The Film, which I don't think I've seen, um, said, you can relax because everything you could ever want or be, you already have and are. Aww. Which is quite nice. Um, uh, Tasman Kane. Yes. Now, she might be on fourth or fifth comment. I'm not sure. We'll have to check that. Possible friend of the show. M- potential friend of the show. Uh, Tamsin. Um and but sh- I think she's just made friend of the show status because of this awesome advice. Yes, what is it? It's one of my favourites. Never stop learning. She says I probably bang on about this all the time. Guess what? You're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's one I bang on about yes, all the time. Yeah, he does. okay, it's fine. Uh, Natasha Blondell said, "Mine's from my granddad. Show me the company you keep, and I'll show you what you are." Never a truer word was spoken. What do you think of that one? So, uh, that's good. Mm. Yeah, I think you can tell a lot by the people around you. Uh, Heidi Ball, friend of the show, um, says, "Everyone will tell you a right way to do things, and they'll all be different. Find a way that works for you." Yeah, like that one. Yeah, like that one. Lucy Patrick, who. Um, is very quickly, not yet, very quickly becoming a friend of the show yeah. and is um, coming on the podcast pretty soon So, mm-hmm. so as an interviewee. So as soon as somebody gets interviewed, are they an automatic friend of the show or not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. as soon as they're interviewed, they're, they're a friend of the show. Lucy Patrick said, the truth is always better than the lie. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not convinced by that one, are you? Mm. Go on, tell me why. Because I think sometimes... The truth can be more fantastic than a lie, and it's better that way, but sometimes the truth can hurt more than a lie. Okay. I mean, not when it's revealed, because then that kind of hurts, but like, I think there are things that people would rather lie about because they know that if they said, if other people knew, they would hurt them. So, you, so if the truth was hurting somebody's feelings, would you lie? I don't know. An interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite quite a deep moral dilemma there. That when I interview Lucy, I'll ask her about. Yes. Um, do. Uh, and uh, Darren Weeks, friend of the show, he's yep. he's given us a few gems of content recently, hasn't gems. he? Um, <laughs> repeating everything I say. Um, <laughs> 
said, um, great question, Chris. Change the things you can, accept the things you can't, and have the wisdom to know the difference, also known as the serenity prayer. Good advice, even with the prayer bit. Um, well, no, no, it's 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 fine advice for atheists, for uh, religious people, for everybody. Don't worry about the things you can't change. Change the things you can, and hopefully try and learn to know the difference. Yeah, I love that. Um, Joanne Mullen, not yet friend of the show. Two comments in, mm. Joanne. So she she's. Three more stamps on your cards, <laughs> Joanne, and you're on. Uh, you'll be a fully ordained... Fr- I feel like doing friend of the show certificates. <laughs> Is that something we should think about? Just like friend of the show, just like, yes. Uh, you get an email saying, you, Joanne Mullen, are now an official friend, friend of, of the, the show. Friend of the show. Um, Joanne Mullen says, to thyself be true. Yes. I like that. Um, and... Kath Kate, who is a friend of the show, yes. um, actually gave a bit of advice that I don't agree with. What is it? It was no good deed goes unpunished. So even if you're trying to help people, um, it can backfire on you. And potentially it might, but I don't think that's a reason not to carry on trying. Yeah, I don't think that... Uh, that advice never said that. It just said that no good deed goes unpunished. Yeah, that means no good. De- no good deed goes unpunished. Yes. So you don't. Okay. So no good deed goes without a sacrifice or something along those lines. It doesn't mean that you have to. It has to negatively turn out for you. Well, I googled it because I wanted to make sure that it was a. I had a clear understanding of uh, what Kath meant, um, and if it means no good deed is done without a little bit of sacrifice, that is good advice, because yeah. you do need to sacrifice time or money or something to do a good deed. But I don't want to look at that negatively. Um, and I think the word unpunished is quite a negative way to look at it. Yeah. But, Kath, respect your opinion. Still a friend of the show. Still a friend of the You're show. fully ordained friend of the show. Caroline Oakley, uh, who... Come next time. She might be, actually. I think she might be two or three in. Um, says, what is for you doesn't go by you. So uh, effectively what that means is uh, whatever you need in life will come your way. And again, I think there's probably some value in going out and getting some stuff. That, yes. um So uh, love the sentiment. Not fully on board with the advice. It's weird when you don't agree with your some of the advice that's given, isn't it? Tracy Dames. None of the show. <laughs> um, none of the show. <laughs> said, be honest and truthful. Always be yourself and learn by your mistakes. Yes. Good advice. And then John Cook couldn't resist a comedy one. He just said, don't eat yellow snow. <laughs> he just put, put that out I there. May, I may go back to him and reply later, don't be lasagna and see if he understands. <laughs> Don't be lasagna. Can you explain it to our listeners? No. Oh, right, okay. Because he might listen. Ah, right, okay. He does listen. I know he listens. Ah, then I will not explain. Okay, fair enough. Um, Right, story of kindness. Sent in by 
definite friend of the show, Chris Laney. He, she sent me a video that told a story about a bunch of kids, all from pretty tough backgrounds, until a new teacher, trainee teacher, came into the class. She stood up in front of the class and said, I want to tell you about three men. The first man was involved in a political scandal, uh, believed in shamanism, had two lovers, I don't know if at the same time or throughout his life, um, probably, smoked heavily and drank eight to ten cups of wine a day. The second man had been fired twice, slept until noon every day, and drank... (laughs) What are you laughing at? (laughs) That's me, that's All right, okay. Um, <laughs> and drank of Mummy, like Cassie's turning into the silent partner of the of the podcast, isn't she? She'll just pointing, yeah. Just pointing, yeah. The second man had been fired twice, slept until noon every day, and drank a litre of wine every night. Um, <laughs> the third, the third man was considered a hero. He was a vegetarian. Had no problem with alcohol or drugs, never broke the law, and loved animals. Who do you think contributed more to society? The kids put their hand up and went, yeah, the third one. No. Um, and the teacher said, you'd be wrong, but all three men contributed to World War II. The first man was Franklin Roosevelt. The second man is Winston Churchill. The third one was Hitler. Um, the students were speechless and the teacher continued their descriptions are of their past selves what they accomplished in their careers they did after they left their parts behind them the things you've done in the past good or bad don't matter yeah it's the things you're going to do in the future that count so that's quite an interesting way of describing uh, (laughs) hero world war one hero um uh, i mean Obviously, he did some rubbish stuff as well. He was a failed painter, and yeah, it wasn't particularly pleasant to people in the future. If he was a failed pa- painter, we wouldn't have World War II. We, we've, we've, we've spoken a little about that before. So I like that reminder that regardless of what we've been in the past, mm. we've got the power to decide what we're going to be in the future. Yes. And on that note... We're going to end the after party. We're going we're gonna to end the after party. We'll see you no next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> Get your coat. See you later. See you. Bye. <laughs>